Welcome back to another episode of We Are Everywhere podcast. Real quick before we get into this, like I start everyone, if you want to be on a future episode, right here is the email address, stf.weareverywhere at gmail.com. Or if you're following the podcast on any socials, shoot me a DM, we'll get you scheduled for a upcoming episode. And one of my deepest fish friends from Oklahoma. We got a lot of Oklahoma, <laughs> a lot of Oklahoma people on here, which is kind of funny because it's called We Are Everywhere. And a majority of the guests are from Oklahoma, but that's where I'm from. So that's where we're that's where we're starting. Uh without further ado, Brian Payne. Bert. Welcome to Red Dirt Fish. Yeah, we are dirt. everywhere, red dirt edition. We are everywhere in Oklahoma. Dude, it's so funny because um, whenever you hit me up, um, I guess it's about a month ago or a couple weeks ago, you're like, hey, I want to be on the podcast. And I was like, I want you to be on the podcast, but I'm trying to like spread out the Oklahoma people <laughs> because it's like, but you know, it's, this is a, it's humble beginnings with this podcast. We got to start where, you know, with the people I know and my fish crew is all in Oklahoma. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I think that's, that's critical and that's the best way to do it. And honestly, uh, I think that, you know, um, you're going to get out there. Yeah. We're going to get so, out there. We're taking over the call, world. You qualified Jackson as Houston whenever you did. his interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just spread it out. <laughs> yeah. He's from Texas. <laughs> He's never been to Oklahoma. <laughs> but what's uh, up, buddy? I mean, okay. we, we haven't seen, each other in years and we were talking before we started recording you know a lot of life changes have happened i've yeah been all over the country uh you've yeah. uh started a family yeah. you're a papa bear now and yeah yeah i mean how's how's that's i, I want to say that's crazy but with <laughs> where we're at in our life you know it's not crazy like most or a lot of my friends have kids but what's that like for you like like being a dad now has things like changed. Oh, dude, I, I love, man, I love it. Um, oh, my kids, my boy's name is Owen. He Owen. is kind of a mini me. Uh, our baby pictures are pretty similar, which is fun. <laughs> he has some facial expressions that are, are like, like see yourself and, in him. Yeah. And I, you know, he, uh, I've been getting into golf like a lot of kids <laughs> my age, our age recently. It seems mm -hmm. to just happen. Uh, but he has got a deep infatuation with golf and I'm trying to encourage him to be involved in music. So he's got a little loop three string guitar, which is the top end of the guitar. It's just a GB and E oh, electric cool. guitar. So he can actually plug it into my guitar rig, which is fun. And just, you know, I've got a little drum and some sticks and he likes to bang on that as well. And That's cool. How old is he now? A year and a, a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. A year um, and a half. Yeah. I got to briefly meet him in his eyes, dude got yeah. big blue eyes I was he's like, got, oh my God. Yeah. he has definitely got big blue eyes he's charmer um <laughs> he's uh he's short and round on the on the scale of babies right now which makes him extra cute um, yeah. he kind of waddles around when he walks which is really fun but. he was a cutie man uh that's awesome though i mean that's that's it's insane <laughs> it's congrats man i mean that's yeah, how yeah. long it's been since we've seen each other you've yeah got a one and a half year old <laughs> we went to uh we went to uh new year's uh 19 or 2019 2020 and mm -hmm. came back and found out that we were pregnant right after that so ah, that was exciting that uh, is exciting yeah and uh we try to indoctrinate own as much as we can into the fish culture and he, he gets into it but he also likes some shorter popular vibes as well so. yeah yeah you, you you have to i mean it's it's awesome that like obviously like both of his parents are like into like great like jam band yeah, music, fish, yeah. And stuff like that um but you can't you can't exclude like all the the other stuff like kind of what we were talking yeah, about with sure. pop radio and stuff um but that's cool man it i'm assuming he's got like fish gear like little like fish onesies and stuff like that or yeah no he's got yeah he has got a variety and i am gonna plug my computer in while we're chatting because i just realized it's about to die which is very amateur oh no me. rookie um, move dude <laughs> yeah but yeah but check this unit out real fast here what do you got oh yeah there you go <laughs> he's got a he's got a variety and he's got you know he's got a halloween shirt oh yeah he's got a he's got a mexico shirt and 
Very I think cool. he likes wearing the fish gear the most, um, which is fun for the parent because, you know, we're like <laughs> yeah. looking at our spawn wearing fish gear and we think yeah. it's cool as shit. Does he have any, like, because obviously you guys have exposed him to fish. Is he at a point where he can be like, where you can tell if he lights up? Like, does he have favorite songs or things like that? You know, not really. It's mostly, gotcha. it's mostly like when he's dancing, you know, he's digging it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he dan- he'll get you know he'll get groovy and start dancing like madman. Uh, <laughs> and you just like raging like a like the bomb factory shows, tweezer, like, and he's over there <laughs> grooving. Yeah, dude he he gets he gets into it. Uh, he is a he's he does really like music, but I'm at the point where it's like with the instrument stuff. I try to definitely not push too hard because I don't want him to feel like I'm right forcing him to right right i want him to find the joy in it on his own which i hope it happens for him yeah i mean and if it does awesome and if not then then whatever he'll find his own thing it's funny my girlfriend and i were talking about that um we were watching a movie or something where like a kid like a part of the storyline was a kid and his he was like forced to like play football and like do all this like traditional stuff of like what parents you know want to force their kids to do and he wound up like being like wanting to like be a dancer or something like that and it was just like started the conversation of like man yeah you can't force your kids to like do the stuff that no you want them to do like you gotta let them find their own joy you know it, it's Whatever best it to it's best to give them a variety of environments and encourage them to seek out what makes them happy it's yeah it's def- definitely best that way and you For know sure. it's with with our age it's like you just got to keep them active all the time Yes, yeah. they must do. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they just start tearing things apart because you know they're bored. They're bored, and if you're yeah. not entertaining them or keeping them moving, then they get yeah. I can imagine. Crazy. Yeah, so, <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, um, no, but it's good. Ali's doing really well. Um, she is an excellent mother. Um, oh, I'm sure she's working a lot and and making sure Owen and I are, are being well taken care of, which is great. And, That's uh, awesome. Uh, I'm doing some stuff in real estate right now, which is fun. I've got a, a small secret project that I'm starting up with a couple of guys, um, which, you know, we can maybe talk about when okay. I come back on the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, life is really good right now. Um, That's awesome. It's, a, it's totally amazing being a parent. Yeah. I would I'm, recommend it to anyone who's in the position where they can provide do it. a good, a good childhood, you know, and that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a lot of effort. Yeah. And you don't want to rush into it. And for sure, because dude, it's like, and it's crazy because like you hear people unpack, uh, like you hear the term like childhood trauma a lot, you know, like people like our age older, even, you know, it's stuff like if stuff that is seems small that like happens when you're a kid, whether it's, you you don't grow up as financially stable or you grow up with, whatever the circumstances are, you know, that stuff yeah. sticks with you for life. You know, you can't just yeah. be like, Oh yeah, I want to have a kid. Here we go. Like, yeah, everything Definitely fine. should be very premeditated in my opinion. So. Yeah. Same. Which is why I don't have one. I yeah, still dude. forget to put deodorant on some days. So, I, you know, and I would also <laughs> equally recommend that if you're not interested in having a kid, you probably shouldn't do it. Exactly. Know? And as much as uh, I'm loving this conversation, this is not a parenting podcast. Let's get on fish. Let's get on fish. <laughs> but I am happy for you, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Get on fish. Okay. So I kind of know your fish story just because we're homies. But when and where did the obsession start? When did you first hear fish? Yeah. When were you like, oh, my God, this is it? What's that look like for you? No, I think it's really cool. I think it was a unique deal for me um my brother was into dave matthews band that's kind of where i saw the jam scene first i think that uh sometime 2002 maybe 2003 uh my brother got the story of the ghost album and we were listening to that and he started mixing that in with some of the other dave matthews and cheese stuff that we were listening to my brother fortunately got to go see cheese in 2002 which is really cool. He got to see like a few shows in Steamboat and he went to a show at the Brady Theater in Tulsa. How much uh, older is he than you? He's four years older than me. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah. So uh, anyway, he got the story of the ghost album 
started digging on that. I have, you know, pretty vivid memories listening to um, uh, me and uh, limb by limb and like trying to fall asleep as a kid in Colorado before any of the recreational stuff ever happened. And like <laughs> listening to these songs and thinking like, this is just out there. Yeah. Weird lyrically. And uh, I think that, it, I think that fish has songs that definitely are more of an acquired taste that you appreciate more as you get into them. They also have more surface level, easier to grasp sort of stuff. Yeah. Sample so of that, ours, things like that. <laughs> That's how it happened. And then, you know, I obviously wanted to see fish, but they were broken up by the time I was of age to reason with my parents Same. that I wanted to go do that. Um, and I was super lucky because we had Rito, Kyle's younger brother, Chap, and uh, his band with Doss and Clint and Andrew. They were playing Chalk Does Torture for our high school. You That's know, cool. in 2006, and there's video like, go please get on YouTube and go check it out. Just search Rito, yeah, uh, R E I D O, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, they're writing really, really good songs for high school and I think young college, early college, freshman, sophomore, maybe, uh, in that era. And it's unique because a lot of the people that I've talked to, uh, a lot of folks obviously came from more densely populated areas. And if they're in the Northeast and they had access to music like that around where we're right. at, uh, but coming up in Edmond, we didn't, and there wasn't a culture <laughs> for like that. And finally now in Oklahoma city, are we getting some good bands like Crankman came through town? Um, a lot of other good acts have been booked. Primus just came through. That's uh, cool. Yeah. T tons and tons. So we're, we're definitely up and coming underrated market for music and dining which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, we were seeing, we were seeing Rito and that was great. And then I saw a couple of string cheese shows. I think my first ones were in 2007. Uh, and then my first fish show was Alpine Valley 2009. Uh, yeah. With the Frankenstein and uh, you know, the flame bass and the five night guitar. And yeah. Uh, Very cool. Dude. Yeah. That so, and, and with the, you, you nailed it with us, obviously, because like we're the same age, you know, because my my kind of path into fish is similar. You know, by the time you you understand it or are exposed to right. it, you're like, oh, my God, this is this is fresh. This is cool. I love this. And you're like, I can't see him. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. So then in 09, you know, like all of us that have been like pent up, you know, like totally. building our fish reps up and you know, right. like, they're back. Oh, my God take all my money. <laughs> so yeah. Alpine Valley is where it started for you. Who did you go with? Did, was it, did you go solo? Did you go? Uh, I think we had, a, I think we had a few Oklahomies with us and uh, Taylor Knox was there, I'm sure. And Allie was there, I'm sure. And Allie, you know, Allie's seen more fish shows than I have, which is crazy. Somehow <laughs> she did an internship in New York after college and got access to a bunch of the Northeast stuff. She went to like the Vermont benefit show for the, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She, has been to SPAC, which I've never been to. Me uh, uh, but yeah, I pretty good group, man. I, I just want to think that there were a lot of people like to your point at that Alpine show. Um, trying to remember specifically who all was there. I mean, it's hard to remember. Yeah. I mean, I feel really confident that I, that Taylor was there. Yeah, uh, had to Taylor was there and I don't know if Kyle was Kyle was there uh, or not, but uh, did you go to that show? No, my first, my first show wasn't until Miami. Oh, nine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't get to go to the new year's that year. And then we did New York. That was new year's, right? Miami was new year's. Yeah. Miami was new year's. Yep. Yeah. And then I did, I did New York the next year, 2010, 2011. Gotcha. And that was the first one before the garden was renovated, which was definitely a way different vibe than, than now. Dude, I've still, I've never seen, I've never, one, I've never been to New York. Two, I've never seen fish at MSG. And I feel like I'm yeah. missing out on a whole different. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a it, thing. It is a thing. I almost feel like I don't have like a proper set of fish credentials to even host this podcast because I've, ne <laughs> I've never been to MSG. No, I've never seen them there. I don't. Yeah. No, I, th well, I think it's a pilgrimage and uh, I think every fish fan should make the journey at one point yeah. in their life. So, you know, chances to. are pretty good that you're going to get an opportunity. Um, yeah. But so dude, yeah, speaking of MSG, you just yeah. went to this, this run 
Yeah, yeah. And you didn't get COVID, right? I've seen a lot of people <laughs> get blasted with COVID. No, I got COVID. I got the Delta variant in Vegas. Uh, oh. And then didn't get it in Mexico and didn't get it in New York. And about 40% of our crew ended up getting in New York, which is about 40% of 45 folks. So Jesus. So you, yeah. you got those, so you got those 20, antibodies. 20, yeah, maybe 20. Yeah. I don't know. I, dude, it's uh, it it works out mysteriously. It seems really uh, strange. I mean, some of the crew, some of the folks in our crew had had like a, a, a fourth shot. Oh my god! A couple weeks before and still got it, and it's like Jesus. I didn't get any but the first two, and uh, you know, it's just so weird. It is. It's so weird how it decides who it's going to affect. And it's not like we are all were sharing each other's Diet Coke with one another while we were there. Right. You know, or, you know. It's just packing that many people into, you know, it's not an outdoor venue, obviously. It's just, it's it's a roll of the dice. I mean, but. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like, I didn't get it after Dick's either. And it doesn't seem, wait. Yeah, I, d- I got it at Vegas. I didn't get it after Dix, which was before Vegas. And it seems like the outdoor is a, definitely a lot less transmission going on. For sure. The indoor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the MSG run was cool. The dolphins were cool and the whale. So and the- that's what I wanted to ask you about. So like I saw I saw the video, right? You know, I uh-huh. wasn't watching it. I wasn't watching it live. I didn't, I didn't pay for the stream. But I remember like the next day, you know, like seeing all the clips and stuff on Instagram. I was like, oh, shit. So how did they like, where did they come from? That's the part that I didn't see. Did they have them like up in the rafters and like. No, they came out from behind the stage. Okay, cool. Like from the sides of the stage, dolphins started swimming out. I was on the floor just like a few rows back. We were actually like 10 rows back that night. So Yeah, you sent me some pictures like that was. they just kind of came out fluttering overhead and they started doing, you know, the tray started doing the squeaks. Yeah. Sounds. <laughs> and then the big ass whale came out and the crowd went wild. Dude. Uh, so are those, are, were those like drones? Like were there people? Yes, they were drones. Oh, okay, gotcha. So yeah, I, we also, in, in Oklahoma city, we've got uh, the same company made the drone. That is the big thunder ball. It's just like a big blue ball and it floats around the arena and it's just got oh, cool. fans on the sides and on the top and like probably a camera on it. Sure. And, uh, you know, just there's some guy in the back with a remote just flying it around, you know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, but I saw that. So they like turned it into like an aquarium. I mean, that's that's yeah. the bag. It's it it was I can only imagine seeing that like in real life. You know, I'm I'm sure that the videos and stuff that you see on social yeah. media doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. So we did so we did that. Uh we did that to 2011 was the meat sick New Year's, I think, where they had the meat sticks and the different dancers and different right. coming out from different cultures singing and dancing in their own language on this meat stick on the stage right I remember and then that. was next year the golf theme the I garden think, party yep either i i get those mixed up <sighs> um i don't know if the golf party was before the meat stick but either way there were i think it was meat stick first okay uh my i i think so because that was my first I think that was my first one and my brother came to the golf one and he is a huge golf fan it just so happened to be the one like the one New Year's he came to, they did a golf theme. <laughs> and they played oh, this is great! <laughs> a, a whole set with golf theme songs by like an Eagle Driver, yeah. Iron Man, you name it, just just totally great. And the yeah. whole setting uh, that night was super special and very cool. And they were the band was hitting those foam golf balls out into the crowd, <laughs> which was really fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we did that one, and then I'm trying to think what other gags we saw. I did not go to the Petrocore one. I didn't go to the Hourglass one. Um, there were a couple that I missed, but I've been to quite a few of those uh, those New Year shows, and just a tremendous time. The energy is absolutely electric. I want to say that bad. one of the cool things about this one was that being in April, the weather was nice. It was You're so much more frozen. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, it, what happens in New York is when the snow build gets up, it, it gets dirty because there's trash on all the streets everywhere. So it just makes dirty water everywhere. And oh yeah, dude. Being in Michigan, it's the same thing. I'm glad things are finally <laughs> thawed out here. You know, it's like you get so much snow and then it's just, 
dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, it, it's been, it was really nice in spring. The weather was nice. You could sit outside and be comfortable. It was not too cold. We had some really nice weather those days, and it's a lot easier to navigate when everything's not wet. Uh, yeah <laughs> wet cold and dirty right um, right dude yeah but i gotta get out to msg at, at some point even if it's Must. just one run um but so now knowing like how you got into fish and then seen them in alpine and you know you've done multiple msg runs and you've had a plethora of years to listen and dissect fish yeah on the top of your head or off the top of your head do you have a favorite year of fish like a, a year that you keep going back to, you're like, man, I got, I no, I, I really don't honestly. Okay. Um, I, what's so cool about fish for me is it's a spectator sport and, um, I love that the, the music lives and breathes, especially when you're sitting there in front of it. You know, I kind of have this thought where like each song is a book that opens and closes and whenever they play it again, they open that book up and extend the, the book by another chapter. And, the catalog is just a, a bunch of different novels of their different songs that they've expanded on and each jam is kind of another chapter and what happens with the song uh but it there are definitely i mean i mean i have seen shows that are just far superior than others no question and there are definitely years where the energy has changed a whole lot and you know being Friends now with people who have gotten to see a lot of 1.0 shows and having seen most of the 1.0 video and listened to most of the audio, you know, there there's no doubt that there is a youthful swagger that's going on when you're 32 years old and you're destroying the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That that is harder to harder to keep in the same sort of uh, container that you do when you're you're over 50. But right. uh, the music is spectacular and it's not lost its quality. In fact, I think it's gotten more refined, um, despite maybe slowing down a little bit and, uh, which it, you know, it has, I don't think that they pay songs the same way that they did in the nineties, which is fine, but I think that they'd rather the syncopation be really tight and accurate and it be slowed down a little bit and try to play it faster than everyone's comfortable with keeping up with. And right. I think that another facet of that for Trey is that he's built, these hurdles for himself that are uh, just really high achievements that are difficult to maintain, especially when you're continuing to add new material to the catalog all the time. So it's like, how's he going to play it's ice with the vigor that he did in 92, you know, right. now where he's got an additional 200 songs, that he's got to keep in his head and he's got to be ready to play them. And he's got to keep some of the structured stuff really, tight and he's got to practice it and there's just mm -hmm. only so much time in the day so uh, right. the music changes and that's what's cool and that's i think that's why you're interested in it and why i'm interested in it and why a lot of our our peers are into it as well and if it were you too it's one of the shows that we go see once but certain aren't certainly aren't going to chase it around right yeah no and and you nailed it it's it's changed so much um, some people that think it's a bad change, you know, you get the, the jaded vets, the, you oh, know, yeah. like, oh, it's not the same. I haven't seen fit. I don't, I don't no, it's different. still the best ever. There's it's, nothing like it. It's the best. And there's um, nothing, nothing like it. No, nothing I, like I, the it. haters, the haters are ridiculous. It's like, if, if you are unsatisfied, please go to go watch Goose because <laughs> <laughs> I'll have more space here. Yeah. Um, but it's, oh, and whenever I had, um, Toleron, I brought this up a few times on the podcast but it's so crazy to think now they've been playing for so long because yeah. we look at you know obviously like whenever we got into fish what we were listening to or exposed to was the 1.0 and 2.0 era mm -hmm. and that's kind of like held on this pedestal you know yeah as it, sure as it should be um but at this point in time they've been playing in the 3.0 slash 4.0 era however you want to describe yeah, it yeah. Yeah. Uh, just as long as they've been playing in the 1.0 era. And I, that right. blows my mind because right. we've been there from the beginning of that era, right? right. Um, yeah, so no. It, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. And we're, honestly, we're just so lucky. I, oh. I say it every time. Yes. I say it every time. We're so lucky that Trey got cleaned up and is living a happy and healthy life. And yep. he is he is certainly the orator for, for music for me. And he pulls it out of the sky and his band they all work together so well 
yeah and active listening um finding the hay hole yeah there's just nothing <laughs> like it there's just nothing no no one else does it like that and so it's really unique um it is it's it's different than other jam bands who are who jam but their music doesn't shift tonally as much um, right there's not enough there's either not enough or they're not good enough yet at active listening actively listening to one another to stay on top of modal changes that are happening on the spot and then key changes on top of that and, and then yeah. rhythm changes on top of that and so obviously with uh only four people too it's a lot easier to poke holes through it because there's more, more areas to fit in for, for each one yeah yep. so you know it's it's cool that they can make it happen that way and uh, there are other great jam bands out there. I'm certainly not suggesting there are, but I don't think anyone right. else does it like Fish does. Yeah, no, there's a clear, you know, there's a clear hierarchy yeah. of like yeah. who the yeah. best is. Yeah. Um, so even though you don't have a favorite year of Fish, do you have a favorite jam? Or let's do... Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I have, hard. I have a favorite, like, I, you know, I look at, I would go ahead and immediately admit all of the nineties and early two thousands just because I didn't get to see that. And sure. you know, now that I've, you know, seen quite a few shows in the 3.0 era, it's like, yeah, I feel like 97, 98, 95, 94, 96, 93, 92, like all that shit's <laughs> just crazy. You know, yeah. like I think my, like maybe my favorite 1.0 jam is probably the week of Pog groove from 1231.95. That thing just warps so hard. And just gets drippy, yeah. And the the band working together to create this sound is just absolutely mind blowing. Um, but you know, I it certainly fish picked it. The fish started getting they're always tight, but I think obviously after the hiatus coming back, the first couple of years were a little bit yeah rough. Just Taking kind of rust off the cob, yeah, yeah. dusting off the cobwebs. And I think that you know, 2012, 2013, things started maybe 2013 things started picking up quite a bit. I think that was the year I did a lot of the West coast run gorge Tahoe. Was that the Tahoe tweezer year? 13. Um, dude, you are asking the wrong guy. I have to have the, uh, Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Owen. Oh, he can't hear me. Doing, you got buddy? your AirPods in. What are you doing? You got a muck? Uh, I think that I think that that was 2013. Yeah, I think I did that. We did. I, I also love Bill Graham. Uh, MSG is great, and I don't know that you know they played Shoreline the last time, but they uh, we did most. I had a lot of Oklahomans seeing fish. Edmundite Oklahomans seeing fish with us in the early 2010s, uh -huh. and um, a lot of them, you know, obviously life happens for everyone. Just were a little bit less dedicated and didn't want to go as much. And so that kind of fell off as we found, um, can I jump into some story here? Is that okay? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. So like, here's what Let's happened. So like 20, 20, 2000, wait, when was the Broomfield event center? Did there was the four mile Canyon. We at my wife and I girlfriend at the time were living in Boulder after high school. We, I did, we spent three years out there. She graduated college in three years with, uh, some pre-med Degree or anyway. so I'm looking it up. Broomfield, uh, that was uh, 2010. 2010, yeah. So First we, I was broke as a joke working at a deli in Boulder for <laughs> literal minimum wage, and even then things were expensive, which I don't know how anyone would do it now. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, we went to that show. There was a bunch of bands. String Cheese played a set. Trey came out and played a set with String or played a song with String Cheese. I think it was like Outside and Inside or something like that. And then uh, the next three nights, Fish was set up to play at that same venue in Broomfield. And I went to just the first night and not the second two. And this guy met my wife at girlfriend, my now wife at the <laughs> at the show. And he was a little squirrely dude, and he's really funny and. Uh, he was quite a bit older than us. He's 10 years our senior, and he was basically befriending us and befriending my wife. That made me feel really insecure and kind of jealous. And I was I ended up not going the next two nights because tickets were really, really hard to get a hold of, and the venue was really, really small. And um, 
we ended up getting scalped some tickets that were outrageously priced and sure. I was unable to afford it. So I didn't go the night two, night three. And my wife befriends this guy. Uh, he's like, I'm moving to Boulder in three weeks. I don't know anyone. I need, I need some friends. And so they see the next two shows together. And then he ends up coming to town in three weeks and then I'm like super paranoid. And You're like, this guy's <laughs> like, this guy's trying to like Mac and steal my girlfriend. And right. this guy, his name's Josh Paul. And he turns out to be like my lifelong best friend. We end up <laughs> seeing like every fish show together. He and I have our souls are just deeply connected over experience and experience with one another. And mm-hmm. He basically, as the Oklahomies kind of started dwindling and their numbers that were coming to shows, a lot of us would still go to Dick's and our group would stand next to this other group and Josh would be with us at these shows. And uh, he ended up getting to meet some of these people in this adjacent group and they ended up kind of being the group that we merged into when our friends stopped coming as frequently. So we ran into this group of folks uh, that we'd been standing next to at Dick's for several years. And then he met his girlfriend in Mexico, I think it was 2017. They oh, wow. are married now and have a kid and they live in Half Moon Bay, but are now moving over to uh, Miami, which is where they're both from. Um, so they met in Mexico, which was great. And, uh, I have gotten to meet this network of just a tremendous network of friends that goes and sees fish together and everyone's really dedicated. They're from all over uh, to going and being together while we're there. And so we always have just the coolest shit happen. Um, And that's one of the beautiful things about this dude is like, you know, you start with your core friend group, like whoever you're going with. Yeah. Yeah. They know someone and, Oh, you know, someone and then it just builds and builds and builds and it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and you know, I I spent a we. I mean, the Edmund guys, my my friends Jimmy and Adam. You know, we must have seen forty or sixty shows together at least. Uh, you know, in the early twenty tens, going to shows, they, we had all that West Coast together with the Oklahomies, and then we'd continue to go to Dicks. I've not missed a Dicks, so I've always been uh, on the floor at Dicks in front of the soundboard, which you guys always like to stand at the back. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why you guys want to stand at the fucking back of the soccer field. I've had <laughs> at length conversations with Kyle about this, but it's ridiculous that you guys want to pay out the ass to go to a fish concert and you want to stand a mile away. It's like, dude, I don't I want to be front and center in the tone zone, feeling like I'm in the small club. I hear you. I hear you. Different strokes, man. We have we have this same area that we go to, so we're behind the soundboard to the left, and there's this. You know, they have the speakers set up. Yeah, there's, there's a monitor there. one speaker that we go to, and like that's like our that's been our hub. Like, you guys are just gets a bunch lost. of spinners, you guys are just back there. Like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, we're not. That's not our crew. There I've are, seen it. I've walked, I've walked by, and you guys are just like, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> Those people are back there, though. No, are... that's you guys. No, I'm that sure. is not I've us. I like Jackson. What are you doing? He's like, man. And then I was telling fucking Kyle, like, why are you going way at Stanley's? Kyle's like, I'm up at the front now from now on. And now I've seen Casey McDonald at quite a few shows. Have you talked to Casey yet? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't talked to him in a while. I'm sure that he'll jump on the cast at some point if yeah. if you ask him to. or if Yeah, for to. sure. But, dude, um, we, we stay back there because, one, we've got that speaker right there. We've got good sound. <laughs> Two, we're, we have room to move, not spin. And then, three, if you need to dip out to the bathroom or grab a beer, you're just – you're right there. It's less, yeah. less hectic. No, yeah. I've learned, to, I've, I'm a tank though. I've learned that like I can make it through the show without peeing if I absolutely have to. Oh, but dude, see, I, I can't get, get one at set break, you know? And that's I have a, enough. I have a hard enough time holding my pee doing this podcast, dude. I have the bladder <laughs> of a two year old. Like I'm peeing constantly, especially like if I'm drinking beers, like at a show or something, it's, it's, yeah. I'm peeing all, all the time. Um, but dude, the the dicks runs i was so like dead set i was like i'm never gonna miss a dick show it's yeah it's 12 amazing. hours away it's all amazing. our homies are there it's like a hometown show almost right and then everyone goes and then i move and i was like it's hard to get I, to dicks i know i moved to to oregon and like whenever i first got there you know kind of like what you were saying like when you were in colorado you know i'm just scraping oh, by yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the finances aren't there and to like so I had to miss um, 2016, 2017. I had to miss like three years in a row. Oof. 
And then I was like, okay. So then whenever I moved to Michigan, a little bit more, you know, financially stable. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I can do the plane ticket. You know, I can do the, I can, I can make the trip. And yeah. so I'm back, back on my, uh, Dick's runs, dude. You dude, can't. they're so are you coming good. this year. Oh yeah. I was the only one, um, out of our group text, you know, like Jackson, yeah. uh, Leonard, um, Gunner and all them. I was the only one that scored, uh, through the lottery. So I got all four nights. Oh, nice. Um, did you did you score or, or no? Uh, we I think we did a CID package with the floors. So oh wow cool. You know the CID package. Uh, if you're wanting to be a have floor tickets, is so worth it because gotcha. if you can't, they're just so much harder to get, um, especially for like MSG. Probably a little bit easier for Dick's soccer field floor than for other venues. But right, um, we got screwed a little bit because you know we paid for hotel prices. For for Madison, for New York City and New Year's, which again in April, the hotel prices are not what they are in New Year's. So, you know, right. it was a little bit more pricey than it would have been. But um, the CRD package is definitely worth it for the floor tickets. It's the, the ease and convenience and peace of mind of having a decent hotel. The places have always been pretty good. Everything's um, just taken care of. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. And, you know, if you end up not getting all the tickets that you want, um, you can end up paying out the ass day of, which would totally counter. Yeah. Any the whole point of it. That, yeah. You would yeah. have spent. So, um, no, I'm, I'm definitely if, uh, in favor of that sometimes, but, uh, you're, so you're going to do dicks. Are you going to do any other stops this summer? Yeah. So I'm doing, um, pine knob in Michigan. Okay. It's right down. It's like 40 minutes That's away. Cool. Um, and then, uh, my girlfriend and I were both kind of on the fence <laughs> about doing, um, Deer Creek. We did Deer okay. Creek last year, okay. um, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but um, we haven't bought our tickets for those gotcha. as of yet, which it's not sold out. So that's good. So that'll probably be like a, a game day decision, you know, wow. like as it approaches. Um, but assuming that happens, I'll be doing Deer Creek, Pine Knob, and then nice. Dicks. Yeah. Nice. What about I think you? that we're, I think we're doing Alpine and Dakes this year. Cool. Um, Again, with the kid, it becomes harder to go to as much summer, right? Priority stuff, but you know, we got a really good network here, and we got some good childcare with all the the in-laws. So we were we were lucky enough, and I hope that we get to do the garden again this year. If it's not at the garden, maybe we'll take it to Miami or something. Yeah, dude. I don't think there's supposed to be a Halloween this year, though. I think that they have like said that they're not, or that something else is going on. Yeah, no, I've I've heard or seen, you know. I don't want to call them rumors, but just people's takes on, you yeah. know, whether there's going to be a fall um, tour because of the amount of shows that they're playing in the summer yeah. tour. Yeah. Um, right. So, right. but you can't, I mean, there's no way to really know until the band yeah. announces, but yeah. that would be cool to get some, um, to get some fall shows, especially if they're geographically, you know, right. where I can hit a few more. Um but yeah, as of right now, just those, just Dicks and Pine Knob. Um, well, let's get together at Dicks. I'll find you spinning at the back. <laughs> and not a spinner, man. I'll find you spinning back there in circles. And... Dude, yeah, no, uh, yeah, we re- we do need to connect at Dicks because, like I said, as of right now, um, it looks like I'm going solo. So yeah, only well, maybe you'll sure. maybe you come hang out with our crew then. Uh, yeah, coming in solo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's uh, it is a it's a blessing, and getting to know this group of folks over time has just been just tremendous. Um, we have just the coolest parties ever. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Like we went to, we had one of uh, one of the chicks that we only got to know more recently. Her name uh, is Corinne. Had her hundredth show uh, at Madison Square Garden, and her husband is a G, and he set up this party with DJ Airwolf. That was a exclusive invite. Uh, wow open bar deal after the show where they had the jams going on and just like free food and free drinks. And <laughs> yeah, dude, it was... these, these are the people I need to know. It's, <laughs> dude, it, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're throwing a party for someone because they've hit their hundredth show. Yeah. Like dude, <laughs> free no, booze our, and free our, food. I our need group, to know these people. Our group does it really big and it's just the most eye-opening, coolest shit. Cause this group of people, it's, it's weird. You know, obviously like, when coming up in Oklahoma, one of, one of the first things people say to you when you meet someone, you're like, what do you do? Like this group is not at all about what you do. <laughs> like it's, 
they're there to have a good time and everyone just pours love into one one another and uh, builds these tremendous friendships and this this caring relationship and the whole group works together we go out and have really nice meals when we're all together and mm -hmm. do a lot of fun stuff and uh as we've gotten to know better we've done more and more stuff i was telling you i don't know if that was before we started recording but i was telling you about our friend's party in santa fe he turned 40 so we all flew out there ali and i drove the girls dressed we had a secret party he didn't know about so we did meow wolf one night and we went to this big japanese theater the next night and then uh wait what's meow we, wolf what, what is meow wolf is uh the uh george r, r. martin funded uh psychedelic experiment experience sorry that is in santa fe there's one in denver and now there's one also in las vegas it's like a super trivia event space where oh, okay. there's a story you can follow around check it out um okay. but all sorts of cool exhibits and like interactive things that you can do uh in this place and there's like a lot of there's a story that you can follow if you choose to or else you can just go around to all the different exhibits and hang out and play with the different stuff that they've got going on um oh. but we had a space oddity party where the girls didn't tell him we had no he had no idea and we all dressed up like astronauts and aliens and they dressed him up like david bowie oh that's cool uh, <laughs> and so we partied for his 40th birthday which was great and uh just really cool shit like that where people are people are just excited to be with one another and to share time with one another and build these strong relationships and you know i don't know that if we had found them i would be able to frequent fish as much as we do mm -hmm. but it, it makes it so much more worth it for my wife and i when we get to go and see these friends that are living in tahoe or in chicago or in florida or in right. maine uh, or in telluride and and so you know we're all over the country and we're chatting all year long and we're planning out who's going to be where with what and right it's a really cool network and a really cool deal so i think i think that that's happening everywhere in fish uh yeah yeah and, i mean there's so many and it's so crazy because like if you take every person at, we'll, we'll say dicks, right? Every person that's at dicks, it, it would be kind of cool to see like, because everybody's there with a group or knows someone in someone else's group. It would be cool yeah. to like work your way through somehow and see like, you know, someone there that knows everyone there yeah. knows someone by some other person in whatever group. It's dude, like it's the degree of separation must be two. It must be like, if you know two people, then you are connected somehow to everyone in the entire place. And that's bizarre, dude. Because, because those like, two people know two people each that are also there or know right. people there. I wonder and, I wonder if there's like a way to figure that out like statistically. It's small, dude. It's small. It is. It is small. And I, you know, having been to as many shows as I have, you know, I see so many of the people, same people down there on the floor time after time. And so I've slowly met a lot of them. Mm -hmm. constant frequenters uh people that i meet five or six times before we finally realize that we know each other and we've been doing yeah. this you know yeah for you know, a so few so. years <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah so was in my wedding <laughs> totally so um it's special dude it's special it is it's, uh so at this point at this point how many uh shows have you seen uh i think i think i'm at uh 125 124 125 Right, right around there. Do you log yeah. them at all? Like, do you get on Fishnet or do you have the app? Or I, I use the helping. I use the helping friendly app. That's what I use too. Um, I don't have it rigged up through Fish.net though, which I hear is the way to do it. And so, no, I dude. I, before I'm with you. I'm with you on the app. I'm with you on the app, man. It's it's way more user friendly. I mean, it's it gets buggy yeah, it's, sometimes, it's, but yeah. Or he he doesn't update it sometimes, but yeah, it says 124, 124 cool so you out of here my well hold on before we get into your stats out of all 124 shows you've seen what is a song that you've been chasing that you still haven't seen yet i don't i've seen most of them you've seen every single song you want to see i mean i the songs that the songs not heard is like ultra rare early 90s like ultra rare done once or twice sort of thing right um i don't know that there's honestly i'm really not chasing much and i okay. don't go to chase and i don't play in the like i did the we had a facebook group with a league deal where we would pick songs i think you were maybe even in that um 
with Taylor Knox had a boyfriend that would run this deal. Oh yeah. And the group of friends that I'm in now, they all do this pick five deal where you pick five songs each night, throw in five bucks. And I've learned that I don't like to bet on what fish is going to do because it builds these expectations where I feel let down if they don't do what I want them to do. And I'm like, I'd rather <laughs> sure. just be there and experience right. what is supposed to happen. Right. And not get caught up in my head about, Oh, that was the slot for the song that I picked. <laughs> right. Turning into like a fantasy football type thing. Yeah, I do right. remember you mentioning that. I think I was in whenever that started. I think that I was included on that, and then kind of just fell out. I, I don't think I ever. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think Kyle. Yeah, I think Kyle played in anyway. So there, I've learned that I don't like to gamble. Um, and there's real uh, when it comes to fish songs, I enjoy some gambling otherwise, but I don't like to gamble when it comes to choosing what fish is going to do or trying to predict that. Um, yeah, it is can. fun to do, but it, it's. I hate it when I feel let down and it's like not what I'm going to be there for. You know? Yeah. It's you're like, like, I ruined my time over some secondary thing that I was doing. For this. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Dude, um, and it's crazy. I like to ask that question because, you know, you'll have some people that have seen hundreds of shows, you know, like starting in the 1.0 era and they've been chasing this one song, you know, like for 30 years and they just have never gotten it. But then you have people that have seen five shows and get, you know, these crazy bust outs and stuff. So um, on my stats, it says the this, this most played song that I've not heard is the curtain, which I've, okay. heard the cur what it, I've heard the curtain with. And I don't know that they do the curtain without anymore. Sure. Because they always just play the second part of the song now. Right. Yeah. And um, it's like, yeah. And it's funny. I remember talking to Leonard a few dicks ago when we were talking about punch in the eye and uh, the landlady. Yeah. Right. Is that what it is? The landlady is the first part of Punch in the Eye. And I was I, like, they never played the landlady. We're always going to get punched. And then that year they played landlady. So I guess they could play the curtain at some point, but it, they don't when they play the curtain. It's the curtain with. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. uh, and then besides that, Paul and Silas, which is a song that we played in Norman when we, we did. were jamming together. Yeah. I guess that, that those would be the two at the top of the list, but I don't, you know. Paul and Silas would be cool. Yeah. I don't know that I go to those, sh go to the shows chasing those specific jams and, Things like Magilla, I guess, are more tab oriented anyway. Sure. So that's yeah. counting as a fish. Yeah. Miss. But uh songs not songs not heard is not at the forefront of my mind. For a while it was hold your head up though. And then that Okay. Happened. Dude, yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not too like especially like in the older shows, you know, where they were doing it a lot. Yeah. It's right. never really like it's it all it it doesn't really do anything for me. It's just yeah, mostly it, like right. gimmicky to me. I'm like, yeah, and it's okay. just in Harpua and it's yeah, like, like da, 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 yeah. yeah, let's da. get it over with. Let's, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go on to something else, which is a perfect segue. Do you, so you don't have any songs that you're chasing. What is a song that you're okay with never hearing again? What is your least favorite fish song? <sighs> I hate the hate when it, I would hate for Trey to ever hear me tell you that i would never want to hear a song <laughs> but you know i don't know maybe like the easy one would be like time turns elastic or sure like maybe petrichor is not yeah super cool <laughs> and, and, like i get it he's trying to he's trying to do compose shit like he was doing in the early days and he's just got a different perspective now and i right. think that the way he does the longer compose shit nowadays is more orchestral feeling it is style and it is a little less gritty than the composed shit that he was doing, like when he was writing uh, any of the compositions. Fluffhead, Fluff, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know. And it's it's it is it's from a different, you know. If you're if we're gonna sit down right here right now and make a composition together, we're in our thirties. It's yeah. gonna, and then we do the same thing when we're in our fifties. It's going to be a different style. It's going to be a different, you know, you've gone right. through so many different life experiences, but uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, like um, the two that you named off, like Time Turns Elastic. Oh, and how funny was that? Like with the uh, the stream whenever, you know, nobody went. You yeah, know? <laughs> they did it. But I was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, my God, like this is the gag, you know, because they have to hear, you know, people or. See yeah, people no, dude, he, dude, they hear they They're, hear it. They're fully they aware. It. And I they think that that was kind of like a, like a, Hey, nobody's here and you're all watching at home and we know you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. You're going to listen to time turns elastic. Yeah. And I didn't hate it. I, di I really didn't. No, no. And it's just, it's never bad. 
Yeah. Like, if you're standing in front of Fish and they're playing music for you, there are way worse places you can be always. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's you're always in, like, one of the coolest places you can be. Yeah, and that's why I like to ask that question because, like, you know, there's so there's a lot of, like, hate. And, like, we talked about the jaded vets, you know, within the community earlier. But at the end of the day, we can sit here and be like, oh, you know, like, oh, they didn't jam that. Or, oh, they're playing this song. Or, oh, this show sucks or whatever. Even yeah. if you go to like the shittiest quote unquote fish show ever, yeah. Yeah. like you're still standing in front of your four favorite musicians and they're right. playing music. Like, right. I would like, take that over anything. It's not Dave Matthews. Like. <laughs> oh, the Dave Matthews. <laughs> you know, oh his, jams, his jams are one dimensional. His songwriting is incredible, but his jams are one dimensional. And so it makes it where like after you've seen it, dance marching jam it doesn't do anything different than it ever does before and so like i love dave matthews i think the songwriting is great he came out and played that uh in mexico a couple songs in mexico which yeah. was awesome and i hadn't seen him in over a decade uh, and people stage. were hating so, on that people were hating on that it's like you guys are crazy our fear in the sand we have free tequila and food, hot food right now like <laughs> yeah. why are you what bitching? are you guys why are you guys worried about anything yeah um but that was that was a ton of fun, and obviously Dave had Trey come sit in the week before at the same venue, and so right. I think Trey was reciprocating there. Yeah, um, but I would like to mention I think my favorite show, which was with Josh and Jimmy, was I think it was Shoreline twenty sixteen. It was like a six song, five or six song second set, and for me, like um, the best fish is doesn't really matter what the song count is; it's about the flow of the music. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't particularly. Uh... Okay. So I pulled up the set list here. Um, yeah. Second set blaze on twist light. Yeah. Yeah. Joy hood. Straight like fucking fire. Like that show was a mind bender. I'll have to listen exploded. to it. I don't know it off the top it of my is, head. Absolutely. The energy is completely electric and insane. And and like and you know I think that maybe one in maybe one in ten or maybe one in fifteen or twenty of the shows that I go to has that sort of energy and it's nights like that where you remember and you're just like dude like the flow yeah. the changes in the music uh, the segues between the songs felt nonstop constantly building peak after peak sort of deal and that can be achieved with five songs and it can be achieved with ten songs but it's about the approach and the way it's executed. That yeah. makes it one night feel completely different where it's rigid and broken up and one night where it's just flowing the whole entire time. And so mm -hmm. I think There's that's what so really, much that goes into it. Yeah. And I think that's what fish offers me is, and as a spectator, it's like, I want to go see the flow and it's just like going to an NBA game and watching your team come back from behind 10 or behind 15 in the fourth quarter and win. Yeah. And it's like that same electric energy. Uh, but we usually don't lose fish you know <laughs> you never lose we, yeah you really don't yeah. um even the worst nights are still you're winning yeah um so. yeah. you're seeing fish yeah you nailed it yeah yeah um before before we hop off of here um out of all the shows you know you've been on multiple tours been to multiple states to this <laughs> band uh multiple friend groups um what are some some of your favorite memories that you're willing or are safe for you to share um that that just stick out in your head where you're like oh my god like that was hilarious or oh that was so cool just favorite memories from tour uh could be music based could be friend based could be on the way to the venue based anything that pops up I, uh, honest honestly um The, the, I don't know, the 20, the, I think the, the West Coast Tour 2013 was probably one of my favorites. We were really young and irresponsible then. And yeah, I, no worries. We did the Gorge and we did Tahoe and we did, it was either Shoreline and then the Hollywood Bowl or Shoreline. So you just did the whole run? Bill, Bill Graham, yeah, we pretty much did it all. Um, that was really, really cool. Uh, but man, the memories I'm building right now, like what we're doing with our friends is just so outstanding that it doesn't feel i'm hoping it doesn't end anytime soon um it's just always so cool we it's like uh what do they say in parks and recreation tom what does he say uh, treat yourself <laughs> treat yourself 
yeah. it's pretty it's pretty much what what we <laughs> yeah. got going on it's like a so, reward yeah, yeah it's like a reward yeah uh, yeah so anyway I, I i don't know just all of it it's really yeah. yeah i don't know do you have any like a one specific memory that I have a few, man. I mean, there and some of them that I, you know, that pop in my head almost like have nothing to do with fish. Yeah. You know, like this this last Dick's run, you know, the one of the hardest times that I ever laughed. And it's it's one of those stories like where you had to be there. But like after the show, um it was me, Pete, um Toller, Gunner and Jackson. So we're rolling deep in Pete's car, right? Like we're scrunched in. And it seemed like every night after the show, we went to McDonald's afterwards. Like it was, there was one on our way to our Airbnb and we would always stop there. And, you know, we're doing separate orders and it's just, it's hectic. You can imagine. Chaos, chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And every, like every single night, like we would all get the same thing, right? We would get like two McDoubles, a large fry and a Dr. Pepper. But they would, we would always do it in the least productive way possible. Instead mm-hmm. of rolling up there and be like, hey, can we get 10 McDoubles and five fries? We'd be like, okay, first order, I need two McDoubles. Two McDoubles. <laughs> and went through the whole time and we're laughing, you know. It, it's just, like, like, fucking. And there's this one time, like, we go through and I had a 10 in my hand and I handed it to Pete because he's driving. And I said, hey, will you see if they'll give me two fives? And he hands it to him and everything and he says can i get two fives and then they're like sure and they come back and they brought me two pies they thought that we said we wanted two pies and he hands me the bag and i was and then he hands me a change i was like what the fuck is this he's like they gave us two pies i said i wanted two fives dude and it was just one of those perfect you at least get some change if you get two (laughs) pies for 10 bucks man (laughs) and dude i laughed about that like i couldn't catch my breath like i laughed so hard like my head was hurting it was and it's just silly shit like that it has nothing Dude, to do with fish that can happen show shenanigans yeah <laughs> post yeah. show shenanigans no i really enjoy i have great memories in the dicks parking lot after the dick shows hanging out in the hotels there we had a oh great, yeah we had a great time our, our buddy brad and um some of other friends of ours the summers got a suite in vegas one year with a pool table in it and a couple bedrooms and a big ass oh, living room and we just raged there all night long after the shows uh which was tremendous um yeah. We had a silent party at Dixa last this last year because the hotel staff basically was like, "You guys have to be quiet or leave." And so we had a like silent 40, party. What is 45, that? 45, 40, 45 people in a hotel room. We were all just whispering. Just whispering. Yeah, yeah. The music was really low, and we were whispering. Yeah, you said we, silent party, and I didn't know if you meant like a silent disco, like we all had head. Phones on no, no, like, it was no silent disco. It was just everyone had to be really quiet, and it was one of those quirky ass things that happened where we none of us were motivated to get up and leave and like go find a bar or something. It might have been past bar hours for dinner anyway, but yeah, you know, we were set up and we're not we're not wanting to really move, and we were in a suite, and they came. They're like, "You guys are gonna have to be quiet or get out of here," and so we just like had a silent party, <laughs> whisper party. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, dude, it's been. Uh, it has been tremendous time. I can't wait to see you at Dick's. Let's get together. I know, dude. I'm excited. Um, yeah, so I still haven't bought my plane ticket yet. Get um, a ticket. But, huh? Get a ticket. Yeah, so I've got my tickets. I've got my plane ticket, ticket. But I got to get my plane ticket. And then um, uh, as it gets closer, see if, because I know you got the CID pa- package and stuff. As it gets closer, I'll see if anybody, you know, Gunner, Jackson, whoever, if, if they can get you know make the commitment um because i'm not really trying to get like an airbnb by myself you know what i mean so yeah gonna kind of wait a little bit and see what the lay of the land is and where i'm gonna be staying and stuff like that so um yeah but i'll be there 100 percent, and okay gotta link up so yeah dude well i can't wait your extended crew will rage together it's been a while did i see you at at last year's dicks did we meet up probably probably Maybe if it was, it was brief because you, we didn't we didn't do any of the shows on together. the on the grassy knoll uh, before the shows. Taylor used to date uh, this guy Jamie Jones. I know Jamie. Definitely, you should put him on the podcast. Like, yeah, I know Jamie. Um, and I hadn't seen him in like a year, and he grew this big ass beard, and I was like, Oh, oh. my god! 
<laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if you were hanging out with him. I specifically remember seeing them before. No, I don't think uh, I saw him. I don't think I saw you, him. Were you guys spinning at the back of the floor? <laughs> no. We were, dude. It's funny that you say that because um, uh, I I had floor tickets for every night, but everyone else had um, stands, so I was stubbing them down. And we actually got up pretty close, like towards the front. We were Mike's side, and so we raged there pretty much every night. I, I feel like I might have seen you. Maybe I feel like I might have seen you, but we didn't get to chat at length. It was brief, if it yeah. if if at all. But yeah, this year at Dicks, we're doing Consider it together. Considered done. Considered done. Done. We'll see you there, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time. Of course, um, I want to connect you fun. with some of these other folks. I'm sure I can get you some folks outside of Oklahoma who would chat, dude, and tell their story. That you would know? be amazing. Yeah, yeah. After after we're done here, um, hook it up. I'm always looking for new guests. Um, yeah, and especially no no shade to anybody in Oklahoma, but we've had we've had a lot of Oklahoma. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I could get I think I could get you uh, some more folks around the country. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then sprinkle in some Oklahoma people uh, as as they between. come. Yeah, should let Allie do the show one time. That'll be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, especially because yeah. she's I mean she's into it just as much as anybody. Yeah. I mean, see more shows than you. <laughs> see more and you shows need than me, and so. you need more female guests too. I do. I have a. I have a. I won't spoil it yet, but next week's guest is also a female. Awesome and um. And yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, all right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for taking the time. Um, once again, if you are listening or watching, I'll uh, pop this up. Shoot me an email, sttfweareverywhere at gmail.com. Get you booked for a future episode or shoot me a DM. Be pain. Thanks, buddy. Yo, later, man. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye. You too.